0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John CenoEvil, Evil here. Let's get right down to it, Started with AEW Dark Elevation. We have the Dark Orders, Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver defeated El Cobarde, El Dragon, and Valerie Morales, with Alex Reynolds pinning Dra- Dragon after the German suplex jack knife pin combo. Uh, both Cobarde and Dragon have appeared in MLW before, but this is their AEW debut. We go backstage to Ethan Page and Matt Hardy, where Hardy is apologizing for costing them the trio's title match on Rampage. Page didn't want to accept it but Hardy says that he will prove himself he was very complimentary of Paige and then he gifts him a brand new shirt and this made Paige happy as he embraced him Big Bill defeated Gino easily with a big boot and chokeslam Gino is indie wrestler uh, Gino Rivera Jade Cargill and Layla Grey of the Baddies defeated Dulce Tormenta and Dee, Dee Doom. This is not the same Tormenta from uh, Woman of Wrestling, who's Cheek Tormenta. And Dee, Dee Doom is the, um, the girl that was actually with MJF a couple weeks ago in the Skybox. She's an independent wrestler known as Daddy Doom. And they do mention how Jade is 51-0 now after getting a win on the Jericho Cruz. And Jade gets a pin very easily after hitting Tormenta with Jaded. Brian Cage defeated Justin Taylor easily after hitting the Drill Claw. Amy Sakura and Nyla Rose defeated Madison Reign in Sky Blue. Vicky Guerrero got a huge pop here in El Paso, followed by Eddie Chance. Uh, Rose gets the pin on Madison after hitting like an inverted attitude adjustment type move for the pin. Yuka Sakazaki defeated Vert Vixen after hitting the Magical Dream Splash. Athena ran out after the match and attacked Sakazaki with her title belt uh, and against the steel steps attacking Yuka's leg. So I know that they're going to be taping Ring of Honor pretty soon, so I'm not sure if this match is going to be happening at those tapings or if they're at this point just going to save it for Supercard of Honor. Josh Woods defeated Man Scout. Woods beat Scout easily in exactly one minute after hitting a rolling German suplex. And in the main event, the Best Friends defeated Aiden Cole and Frank Stone. Uh, Tremperetta and Chuck Taylor got simultaneous pins after hitting a pile Driver and Strong Zero. We got a Tuesday's AEW Dark from Universal Studios. Matt Menard and Angela Parker defeated Fuego Del Sol and Leon Ruffin after hitting a double DDT on Fuego. As Parker gets the pin, this match was pretty fast and wild with both Fuego and Ruffin hitting some scary spots throughout. Christopher Daniels was being interviewed backstage saying that he just reached 30 years and he signed an open contract for any challenger for tonight. Mesa Ruga defeated Hyena Hero by submission with a muda lock. Josh Woods and Tony Nese defeated Allen and Cameron Russell, who were a pair of twin brothers. Kip Sabian defeated Gravity. Commentary mentioned that Sabian and Penelope before will head over to Japan soon to wrestle for DDT. And Gravity's making his debut. He is a younger brother of Bandito, so he was trained by his brother. And the match was pretty competitive until Sabian hit a flying knee for the pin. The varsity athletes were being interviewed backstage where Tony Nese said that Josh Woods is the best tag team partner he's ever had. Trump Beretta, who was backstage and heard all this, gets offended because he was tag team partners with Nese back in 2007. But Nese called him the Marty Gennetti of that team, so Nice challenged Beretta to a match that will take place next week. Zach Clayton defeated Dan Adams with a fisherman-like powerbomb for the pin. Taz and Excalibur on commentary are pretty funny, saying that Adams, since he has this uh Dan the Dad gimmick, that he must have left his family online at Universal Studios while he went and had this match, and now that it's over, he can go meet him and go on the Hogwarts Express. Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Jr. defeated Jeeves K. and Sonny Kiss, after Brock hit a Spawnbuster, followed by a senton from Pillman as on Jeeves K. for the pin. Ryan Nemeth was backstage being interviewed, saying that Orlando was dirty compared to Hollywood, where he's from, and he told everybody here to use soap. Christopher Daniels defeated Serpentico, who accepted the open challenge after hitting the best moonsault ever. Ari Davari defeated Jay Spade with a hammerlock lariat. This is pretty funny, as before the match, Davari said if Spade wins, he'll give everybody a thousand dollars, so the whole match, Taz and Excalibur were overly cheering for Spade to win, which he did not. Diamante defeated Ultra Violet. I'm very familiar with Violet, as she's the current House of Glory Women's Champion, so I see her pretty much on a monthly basis. She's making her AEW debut here, but she's been wrestling for a while now. Diamante gets the pen after hitting three back-to-back German suplexes. Dalton Castle and the boys defeated Larry Lazard, Teriyaki, and Jay Lucas. Taz said that Teriyaki was not related to Wasabi. There was no update on the boys walking off with the Dark Order from uh, last week, so I'm not sure what's happening there. That just led to nowhere. But Castle Pam Lazard after hitting the Bangarang, and in the main event, Konosuke te- Takeshi defeated Bronson after hitting the Running Knee in a good, quick match. Uh We haven't seen Boulder in a while, so I'm not sure if he's injured or if they're just going to put Bronson by himself. But he wasn't with his manager and he wasn't with um his partner, so I'm not sure what's going on here. We move to Impact Wrestling on before the Impact. Mike Bailey defeated Raj Singh after hitting Ultimate Weapon, and then after the match, Bailey accepted Jonathan Gresham's challenge for No Surrender. We go to the main show where Matt Cardona entered a fancy backstage dressing room with champagne and shrimp cocktails, but the assistant said that he thought this was he thought he was Joe Henry and this room is actually for Joe Henry, and instead brings Cardona to a closet for his dressing room. We have a No Surrender qualifying match as Brian Myers defeated Dirty Dango after hitting two roster cuts, with the first one on the outside after trapping Dango in the ring skirt. So this is going to be a four-way match at no surrender where the winner gets a title shot giselle shaw was backstage ruining everybody's meal until diana peraza confronted her about talking bad about chelsea green giselle tried to throw a bowl of chili in her face but diana was quick to knock it into giselle's face instead and then santino comes in and makes a match between them for the no surrender kickoff show trey miguel was backstage saying that he wanted nothing to do with crazy steve until the lights started flickering you could hear steve's laugh and the screens behind them showed trey's logo kind of taken over by blood we have a, uh intergender match here as Mickey James and Tommy Dreamer defeated the Good Hands, with James pitting Jason Hotch after they hit the st- in-stereo DDTs. After the match, Bully Ray runs in and attacks Dreamer as Mach Slamovich attacks James from behind, so I'm pretty sure we'll be getting this tag team match uh, at some point. Johnny Swinger was asking Santino for a title shot as Dirty Dangle came in because he's the deputy and he denies it for him, and as Zicky Dice says he, ha- he has an idea for an opponent that Johnny Swinger can easily beat we get a great video package of rich swan on what winning the impact world title back means to him so i definitely would check this out if you were able to jordan Grace defeated the debuting step Delander, lander who's the former persia parada from nxt making her impact debut Delander lander cuts a promo before saying that jordan has fallen from grace ever since losing her title but grace was able to make quick work of her beating her with the grace driver cardona is backstage still complaining about the locker room they gave him so somebody tossed him outside into the parking lot and says he can change there instead Josh Alexander was cutting a promo on Rich Swan, but Kenny King interrupts and says that he should get a shot instead. So Swan joins in and they get into a scuffle with King setting up a match between them two. Throughout the show, they were promoting the New Japan, um, battle in the valley show so i found that pretty interesting and then we get a non-title match here as a Death dolls rosemary and taya valkyrie defeated killer kelly and taylor wild wild was using tarot cards in this match to determine her choices and this ends with her getting a devil card which she throws in kelly's face as she walks right into road to valhalla as taya um gets a pin as as well as Ro- uh, rosemary hitting an x-factor so it's kind of like a double team move here as they pin Kelly. I and mean, after the match, Father James Mitchell makes his return here to Impact and he introduces his new tag team of the Hex who come out or Allison K and Marty Bell who you might have seen in NWA. They come out and they attack the Death Dolls. So it looks like the hex is here in Impact as that match is made official for No Surrender. Eddie Edwards tells Sherwood to take care of PCO tonight, and Raj Singh demands some money if he wants him to do that. The Motor City Machine Guns bump into Kushida backstage. It's the time machine. Uh, now that they have, now that the Motor City Machine Guns have two sets of titles. They need to go for a third set, and they mentioned possibly going over the, uh, going after the Never Six Man titles. But Chris Bay and Ace Austin interrupt them and challenge them to No Surrender, and says that their tag team partner will be Kenta, who'll be making his Impact debut. We get another No Surrender qualifier match this time pco defeats shara Raj singh tried to interfere but pco stops him and hit the pco saw on shara for the win cardona was trying to look for joe henry backstage but instead finds brian myers coming out of henry's locker room eating the shrimp cocktail and then gets mad at him for doing that and he even claps along to henry's theme song which got cardona even more upset frankie gazarian confronted sam and callahan backstage and asked why he's with the design uh, he's asking if this is all a ploy, but before Callahan could answer, the design come in and get in Kazarian's face. So Kaz challenges Khan to a match and no surrender. And in the main event for the Impact Digital Media Championship, Joe Henry defeated Matt Cardona. Brian Myers runs out and tries to help Cardona, but they take him out with the roster cut instead. As Henry ducked, Ho- uh, Henry followed this by hitting the standing ovation show slam on Cardona for the win. And then Moose comes out to spear Henry, but he moves out of the way and instead moves his Cardona. And then Henry replays the Edge's bitch song from a couple weeks ago as the crowd sings along, and it certainly felt like a write off for Cardona. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with him. He's still obviously going to be appearing in NWA for the time being, which we'll get into. MLW Fusion had a technical difficulty, so their show actually got postponed to this week. Um, so I'm not sure they're going to be adding two episodes or one episode this week, but whatever the case is, I'll follow it next week. But we did get a new episode of MLW Underground. The show starts with Jacob Fatu and Juicy for now backstage, and they're asked, uh, where Lance, uh, Lance Anawai is, as they haven't seen him. And the first match here, Calvin Tankman defeated Willie Mack, a uh, great match here, both these big men moving like their are cruiserweights, and Tankman hits a Tankman driver for the pen. There was supposed to be a triple threat match um, scheduled between Lady Shani, Lady Hadra, and Reyna Dorada to see who will be Taya Valkyrie's next challenger, but we see a video that all three of them have been taken out by those mysterious attackers who leave cards as we see this mysterious person watching all this on a VHS tape. Alex Hammerstone cuts a promo on Jacob Fatu ahead of their upcoming match at Super Fight. We have a MLW Women's Featherweight Championship match as Taya Valkyrie defeated Zoe Sky, making quick work of her, hitting Rota Valhalla for the win. Sam Latorna was in an interview on Billy Starks, who says that she's excited to be here, but Taya interrupts her by making fun of her age, saying that her mom is here to pick her up. And then Caesar Duran says that she's just a child and to come talk to her, to- come talk to them when she's not using diapers. Alex Kane and Davy Boy Jr. both have uh, promos cutting on each other about the Opera Cup as they're building up to this match. We see a video of Lance Anawaii coming to the building and he gets taken out from behind by EJ and Duca with a cinder block. Sam Letourneau is with Leo Rush who says it's time for the entire roster to find out what he's about in his second run here in MLW. And the main event here in the street fight, the real one defeated Mance Warner. Warner had the match pretty much won until a real one distracted, distracted the referee and hit Warner with a, pair, with a pair of brass knuckles. So I'm not sure why he kind of kept this in secrecy from the referee. Um You would think in a street fight you could use brass knuckles unless brass knuckles are not allowed in the street fight. I don't know. Maybe it's just the approved weapons that are brought to the ring. Let me know if you have an answer for this. On Woman of Wrestling, Chantilly Chella and Foxy Fierce defeated Fury and Razor, the heavy metal sisters after they hit, they hit a double DDT on Razor and Chella gets the pin. Coach Campanelli and Randy Rarra continued their winning streak this time defeated the Disciplinarian and G.I. Jane with Coach rolling up Jane after she smashed into Ice Cold who was on the apron. Tormenta defeated Vivian Rivera with a Meteora to finally get her first victory in Woman of Wrestling and the main event here, the Tonga Twins defeated Genesis and Exodus of Exile after Tiki Chamaro countered Malia Hosaka's cheating on the outside and helped the Tonga Twins win. There was no episode of NW usa this week as nuff said was that day Uh, if you want to recap of the nuff said pay-per-view make sure you check out uh, postwrestling.com as i have a report on there we did get an episode of nwa power that aired after nuff said uh this tuesday and the show starts with kyle davis trying to interview tyrus after until aaron stevens or rolando freeman interrupt them as rolando says that he wants a title shot for tonight tom jordan clearwater has an open challenge defending his television championship but tom latimer comes out and defeats him uh, become a new ch- TV champion here. Uh, making clear order submit to the crossface, and after the match, Camille comes out to celebrate with her husband. They announced that the next NWA pay per view will be NWA 312, which will be on April 7th in Chicago, where they will crown the new NWA Women's Television Championship, and they will soon sh- uh, start a tournament for that. La Rosa Negra defeated Angelina Love after hitting the Koki Splash, uh, which is branded for New Jersey's favorite finishing move. Fodder gets ejected before the match started, so he doesn't have since he doesn't have a manager's license. Backstage through Billy Silas asked Scion for a title shot, but they said he's not the best and they only want to fight the best. Love Rebellion defeated the Mortons in a non-title match after Carrie almost hit Ricky with his knee, followed by Bestia666, rolling up Ricky for the pen. Uh, Ricky gets a little upset with Carrie after the match. I really hope this is not going to lead to a father-versus-son match, but who knows? Maybe it is. Mae Valentine was with Matt Cardona backstage, who says that Bully Ray screwed him over at New at Said, and next week, he is calling him out. The Renegade twins were being interviewed, and were talking about winning the NWA Women's Tag Team titles, and what it means for them, until Pretty Empowered interrupts them and challenges them for a rematch, but this time, Kenzie Page says that she's injured and Ella, Ella Envy will have to team up with Roxy in which Envy wasn't too happy about and in the main event for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship Tyrus defeated Rolando Freeman fairly easy while wearing his street clothes he was toying with him the whole time and then hit him with the elbow drop for the win after the match Black Cheese comes out with EC3 to watch the match which Tyrus seems upset and up confused about as uh Black Cheese was his manager so I'm not sure what's going on here but it looks like we're, we're be leading to a Tyrus versus EC3 match but they also set up Tyrus versus Bully Ray at the pay-per-view as well On NXT Level Up, we have a new commentator here as Blake Howard makes his debut joining Byron Saxton. Um, He's done commentary in the Indies since 2013 under his Blake Chadwick name, so he definitely has some experience here in the wrestling scene. Onto the matches tank ledger defeated kale dixon ledger hits a running power slam to get his first singles victory lash legend defeated danny palmer to end her losing streak uh with her last televised win being back in august of 2022 and in the main event here we have a superhero versus supervillain type match as axiom defeated scripts the the finish was axiom stopping scripts top rope moonsault with a super kick followed by his running sidekick for the pen and i wouldn't mind this being a full-on feud on nxt proper if not done too goofy On WWE main event, we have a couple debuts here as Dana Brooke defeated Indy Hartwell. The Orlando crowd here was definitely behind Indy. But Dana was able to win after hitting a jumping neckbreaker, but she did help Indy up after the match. We go backstage where we see Brutus Creed having fun with the OC. He was just laughing, hanging out with him, uh, hanging out with Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, but they get interrupted by Ivy Nile and Julius Creed, who were mad at him and told him to go get ready for his match, and that match is the OC. Defeated the Creed brothers in a really fun match here with Anderson pitting Brutus after they hit the Magic Killer. The Orlando crowd with NXT chance throughout this. The only uh, network edition of the week was WXW We Love Wrestling, number four. Uh, some shows to check out this week if you want to hear more more for me i was on rewind at dynamite yesterday with wei tang filling in for john pollock as well as i'll be on the long and winding Royal Road this weekend with wh park talking about rob van dam versus dan Crawford. so definitely check those shows out and i'll be back next week for another episode of shot in the dark <laughs>